Welcome to episode 26 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Maine. By day, I co-host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. Would you take a moment right now and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode? Never say never. You've probably heard that phrase before. Never is a pretty powerful word because it's absolute definitive, no wiggle room with never. So when never shows up in the Bible, we need to pay attention. It's God's way of being firm, not wavering in his promises. Let's start in the book of Genesis. In 9-11, after the flood, God tells Noah, I established my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. What a promise. And with that, we get our rainbow. In Exodus 10, 14, God is saving his people. The locusts came up over all the land of Egypt and settled on the whole country of Egypt. Such a dense swarm of locusts as has never been seen before, nor ever will be again. Wow, when God delivers a never before and a never again, you can count on it. God is such a great provider. In Esther 1.19, the groundwork is being laid for such a time as this. If it please the king, let a royal order go out from him and let it be written among the law of the Persians and of the Medes, so that it may not be repealed, that Vashti is never again to come before the king. And let the king give her royal position to another who is better than she. And then we have Psalms, so much adoration of God and his character. Psalm 104.5 says, He set the earth on its foundations so that it should never be moved. And Psalm 119.93 reminds us, I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. Since the beginning of time, God has been making a plan to take care of our every need. As we move into the New Testament, we see more nevers, a miracle of Jesus in Matthew 9, 33. And when the demon had been cast out, the mute man spoke, and the crowds marveled, saying, never was anything like this seen in Israel. Kind of harkens back to God's nevers in the Old Testament. And then there's Jesus. He came to earth like nothing ever before. And as the people marveled at his works, there were a lot of absolutes. In Matthew 18, 3, Jesus Jesus says, truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And in John 4, 14, it says, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. John 28 says, I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Jesus is the exclusive way for us to have eternal life and that will never change. Something else people had never experienced before is God's love. Scripture offers some insight on that too. In 1 Corinthians 13, 8, love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, 
it will pass away. Boy, that gives us a glimpse into heaven, doesn't it? Love is eternal. It will be in heaven. Heaven will also be filled with worship. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night, they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. That's from Revelation 4, 8. How long can we count on the promises of God? Well, forever. (laughs) They'll never end. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's Hebrews 13, 5. And then in Revelation 3, 5, it says, The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. So while we should never say never, God's word can, because God is like that, always faithful. Hey, we probably shouldn't say always either, but the Bible can. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. That is from Psalm 16, 8. Then Proverbs 28, 14 says, Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. The Bible gives us some advice on how to always live. In the parable of the persistent widow in Luke 18, he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. Philippians 4.4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And 1 Thessalonians 15 tells us to always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. One of my favorite always verses is Paul writing to the church at Corinth. He starts out by saying, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus. And I think he uses that phrase in many of his writings. We should always be thankful, thankful for what God has given us, thankful for each other. I'm thankful for you listening always. If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, be sure to subscribe and look for the next episode on Tuesday morning. If you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life, the ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to familylife.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know Family Life offers a variety of podcasts? Get up to date with Family Life news or have some family time with Family Life kids. Check out our latest original podcast, The Sunny Side filled with real-life stories of God's goodness. They're all free and on demand at familylife.org slash podcast.